0: Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. We have to train our mind. I deal with the psyche, the mind. The mind is powerful. It's like a computer. Whatever you put in it, it's going to spew out. Like you said, whatever words you speak to this mind, it will be set for that thing. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. I have to give you a little history. First of all, I thank God for Pastor Stroud and and Prophet Samuel, but most of all, I thank God for my chocolate drop over there, the bald-headed milk dud that God has given me. Thank God for that man of God, he sings, he, he cleans, he, he's a good father, uh, he's, he's a lover, he's my friend, he's my best friend, um, he's just an all-around guy, he knows how to fix things. I just thank God he broke the mold when he gave me James Richardson, hallelujah, give him a hand clap. But most of all, I want to say thank you to our Father God, who is in heaven, and we hallow his name. Uh, I am fresh meat. I want to give you a little history before I start because you need to know that you're dealing with some fresh meat. But how many of you know that when you don't know any better, God just acts up and does what he wants to do? So um, I'll start off just not knowing that I had a prophet, a prophetic gift in my life. And in fact, I didn't even want to be called prophetess. It actually kind of irritates me a little bit. But, you know, as Prophet Samuel said, God will, uh, you know, call things out and call you out to be what you are. And so, you know, just walking in the prophetic and not knowing who I was and God, he started to manifest his glory. And um, he began to, you know show me himself and um, that's why I'm here today. I want to go back and just share how a few weeks ago God took me on a fast. I'll never be the same again. On a fast and um, I was he set me up you know how you just watch little things on YouTube and I saw this lady juicing and all this stuff and I was like oh that's good Lord but uh you already took me off meat and sweet, so I know that ain't for me you know so um, as time went on three days had passed somebody say three God has been dealing with me with three, three dimensions of his glory. God is uh, father, son, Holy spirit. Okay. So I did not understand what he was doing. So three days later after I watched this video, um, and there we go. We're going to switch out. Okay, there we go. Um, So three days later, uh, after watching this video about juicing, um, God tells me, you know, I I was I was trying to eat some like some healthy brownie, and I got a piece of it. It was so nasty, and God said, I said, "Woo, this is nasty." He said, "At least you can eat." So I'm like, "Okay, Holy Spirit, what's that about?" To my surprise, that third day, He said. I want you to fast. I said, oh, okay, well, you know, maybe I'll just do vegetables. Uh, He said, no, I don't want you to chew anything. I want you to juice. I said, oh, Lord, okay, you know, be it unto me, God, according to your word. You know what I mean? So (laughs) long story short, uh, I began to juice. And to my surprise, he was giving me all kind of mixtures. I put collard greens in there with bananas and, and beets and oh he was just he was just rocking and rolling with me. But by the third day, I wasn't even hungry anymore. Three again. Somebody say three. three. And so um I began to Talk to God. And I said, well, really what started this on the third day was like, Prophet Samuel had reached out to me and different people. God told me to start posting videos. And he said, open up your mouth. I said, God, I need some more income. You know, I'm just, I, I need something, you know, more to do. I'm in school, but I need some more income. He said, open up your mouth. Your money's in your mouth. And I'm thinking, Lord, you know, that's not me. I'm not the one that want to be all up in there talking and doing videos. He said, open your mouth. I began to post videos and people started calling me and they asked me how much and I said love offering. He exceeded my thoughts. Fresh meat, say fresh meat. When you don't know what you have and you're obedient unto God, unto the point of dying to self, he will open up doors. So I began to go on this journey, started juicing, by day three, I felt nothing anymore. I just was like, I don't even want to juice no more. I didn't even have a desire. I wanted to chew because the mind says chew. But, you know, this, at this point, God tells me, I'm bringing deliverance. I said, deliverance? What you talking about, deliverance? He said, yeah, a fear. See, we, have, we don't understand what we have in us until we come into the glory. So I want to talk about the outer court, the inner court, and the holy of holies. He began to speak to me in my closet. I made ruin my closet. My husband helped me clean my closet out. And that became my place of worship. So the first day I felt nothing. I went in there, hallelujah, praising God, oh glory, nothing. Day two, I felt his presence. Day three, his glory filled the closet. And on day three, he told me, he said, I'm going to speak through you about the three levels of my glory, and I'm thinking, you know I'm not a speaker. And he said, you are what I call you to be. So uh, Lady Vanessa came back up to bring us back down because Reverend Ken was whoa! I said, Lord, you are gonna put me behind him? He said, fresh meat. (laughs) So I want to talk a little bit about the outer court the inner court, and the holy of holy. But I wanna talk about three dimensions of his glory, but I want, before we get to that, we have to be able to talk about, I need these glasses, we gotta be able to talk about um, the body, the soul, and the spirit. We're gonna talk about the mind. She went to the mind. I said, God, there she go. She's in the stuff that you've given me. Okay, so we're gonna talk about body, soul, and spirit the mind we're going to talk about the mind first the mind is the element of a person i'm going to talk to you i'm a psych major but without the spirit the mind is nothing so the mind is the element of a person of of the person it enables them to be aware of the world around them and the experiences to think and feel the faculty of consciousness of thought The brain, the intelligence, the intellect, the capabilities, the power, the reasoning, the wits, the comprehension, the judgment, the perception. So how we perceive things, how we do things, how we move and how our consciousness and how our thoughts are. So I'm gonna just give an example. We left, I left my husband to mind the kids, to watch the kids. To keep eye on them to look after and to watch out for and we're going to be i'm going to go to a scripture that you went to romans 12 two. do not be conformed to the patterns of this world but be renewed by the transforming of your mind be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures. I'm just going to talk about them because this is about the mind. We have to train our mind. I deal with the psyche, the mind. The mind is powerful. It's like a computer. Whatever you put in it, it's going to spew out. Like you said, whatever words you speak to this mind, it will be set for that thing. So Colossians 3:2, set your mind on things above and not on the earth. James 1.8, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. How many of you know, say double-minded? What I would do good, evil is always present. We have to be able to understand the struggle of the mind, the mind of Christ. We have to be able to put on the mind of Christ. A man that is double-minded, how can they receive anything from God? One minute they're praising God, and the next minute they're, they're doubting God. So a double-minded man is unstable in all of their ways. 2 Timothy 1.7, for God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That's my scripture. Because of being afraid to open up and speak, but God said there's power in your mouth. Say power, power. in my mouth. Amen. First Peter 1 Peter 1.13, therefore preparing your minds and actions Therefore, preparing your mind, being sober minded, set your affections on things above, fully in the grace that God has brought you to at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. I hope I'm not boring, y'all. I'm going to talk anyway. (laughs) So now we're going to go to the body because we're talking about three. Somebody say three. three. The body. The body is the physical structure. This is the person, including the bones, the flesh, a person, our animal. It is the anatomy and the figure, the frame, the flesh, the bones. This is our body, which is a temple of God, right? Um, it is the outer casing of the central parts of the bones. And it is the, inward, and, and the heart is the inward part of the man, of the human parts. The spirit of man, we're going to go on to the spirit. Somebody say Spirit. The spirit of man, and I'm going to give you a scripture on the body. Let me roll back in 1 Corinthians. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Lord, the Holy Spirit? Because I'm making a point here, so I'm going to get, get lay the foundation for you. Also, so now we're going to the spirit. This is the third one, the spirit of a man. The spirit of the man is the element of all human beings. This sets us apart from the animal kingdom. Only humans are created in the image of God, Genesis one twenty six. The spirit definition is the non-physical part of a person, which is, this, which is the seat, like your seated emotions, the seat of emotions and the character of the soul, seeking harmony between the body and the spirit, the soul, the psyche, the inner being, and essential being. Prevailing the mood, the attitude of the person, the tendencies, and the motivation force, the principal characteristics, the dominating persona, the force of the person. The spirit is the breath of the Almighty that gives us understanding. And so now I really want to talk about the outer court, the inner court in the Holy of Holies. And I want to give a quick synopsis of it. I don't want to go deep. I want to let you know that it's in uh, Hebrews 9. And I want to tell you that it talks about Jesus is the superior. He's the sacrifice and he is superior. So in the Old Testament on the outer court, let me just go there and just go ahead. Don't jump ahead of myself and get into my notes. God commanded Moses to build a tabernacle so that he could have a place for the children of Israel to worship. So the outside of the tabernacle was considered the outer courts. It was divided into three parts, but two parts were, well, there was the outer court, the second part was the holy place, and then there was the most holy place. This tabernacle was where Uh, the people would go and worship God. The tabernacle was a dwelling place for God and his children uh, and and the children of Israel when they were wandering in the wilderness. And to enter this holy of holies, I want to go to the holy and then the holy of holies. And I don't want to go into this too deep because I want to get to the good part. All of this is good, but I want to get to the high priest. Um, And so the priests would go and they would have their time. um, And before they would go into the holy place, there was an outer court. That's where the sacrifices were done. That's where the burnt offerings and all of that stuff. And between that place, the Holy of Holies is there. And then we, I mean, the Holy is there. And then we go into the Holy of Holies. And before you could even get to the Holy of Holies, you had to go on the outside of the temple. That's where all the sacrifices were made, all the, all the little stuff. You couldn't, just anybody could not go in there, okay? And then when you go in, well, to the outside, people can go, but into the holy place, you had to have a priest. And then when you got to the holy of holies, you had to have a high priest. You can't just go in there into the holy of holies. So we know that there was a thick veil that was separating the holy and the holy of holies. Okay, so now the high priest, we're just going to jump into the high priest. The high priest is the, the one that had the bells around there, the bottom. And if he was not right with God, I'm just going to give it to you, and my lame is turned, and you walk, and you don't hear those bells, he's dead, right? But God saw fit to have another high priest. And we're gonna jump in Hebrews 9. Hebrews 9:11, 9, but but Christ being come, the high priest of good things to come by greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. I'm gonna say with man hands. That is to say, that it's not the building, neither the blood of goats, of cows. But by his own blood, he entered into once into the holy place, having, obtur- uh, having obtained eternal redemption for us. I'm going to jump down to fifteen, the promises of the new covenant, and in this case, he is the mediator of the new testament by the means of death for the redemption of the transgressions were under the first testament, which are called might receive the promise of eternal life. For the for where a, a, for where a testament is, there also of necessity be the death of a testor. The testament is the force after men are dead. Otherwise it is of no strength to all the testers that liveth. All this is saying is we don't have to wait on a priest anymore. We don't have to be on the outside of a temple. We don't have to wait to go into the holy of holies. On this journey of this fasting with God, what he told me, the three levels of his glory, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the outer court, the inner court, and the holy of holies. And this is the question God had me to ask. Are you on the outer court with him? Are you on the inner court with him? Or will you come into the Holy of Holies? My experience, I thought I was a Holy of Holies. I was on the outer court, praying, fasting when I wanted to, seeking God, standing in a gap for people. But then, as I came closer to him, I came into the holy. Do you know that we can operate in the gifts of the spirit and not be in the inner court with God? Do you understand that we can prophesy, we can preach, we can do all things that he's called us to do because it's a gift. But when you come in contact with the holy, you understand your gift, you walk in your authority, you come into the fullness of his glory. You're no longer on the outer court. We can pray for people, we can pastor, we can prophesy. Heck, I've prophesied in Sam's for two hours. God will show me revelation. You can exit Jesus, you can do all those things and never come into the holy. You can be deceiving yourself. Thinking that you're somewhere with God and you're not close to Him. We can hoop, holler, prophesy, lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover would never know him depart from me you workers of iniquity I never knew you so when I had this experience with God when he said deliverance I didn't think I need deliverance from fear from food addictions what is your experience what do you need to give up with God what do you need to reset today So I went into that secret place with God on the third day say three, he resurrected me in him. I not only came into the Holy, I came into the Holy of Holies. I began to see God in a different way. I began to experience him a different way. I began to utter things that I've never heard come out of my sound before. He took me into a place, that I've never been in him before. I heard utterance of the Holy Spirit that I have never heard in human language on this earth. The holy of holies. That is where the reset is. Irons does sharpen iron. But if we can give him our time in his presence, not manufacturing other people's messages, not understanding that we know how to do this, not operating on the gifts that are given without repentance, but coming into the contact with the Holy of Holies. There's a freshness and a newness in him. I see like I've never saw before. God will begin to reveal Himself, And what I realized, his glory was revealed to me. It's a difference when you see God's glory and when you have touched it a little bit, but when it's revealed to you, you're never the same. When you come in contact with the holy, you cannot be the same. See, we've got a little touch here and a little touch there, and we've done this and we've done that and we move, and you, we live, we move, we have our being, we're operating in our gift. But when you come in contact with the holy of holy, You get delivered. I wanted to come closer to God. When he said, open up my mouth and speak, I said, I cannot give sloppy seconds. See, I understood that I wasn't in my right place. I didn't know how far I was, but I didn't know how far I was. See, God desires us to come into the Holy of holies we don't need a priest we don't need nobody slashing blood on the altar we don't need the two cherubims over there i got all that in my notes but see god is taking me another way it's about entering in to the secret place with god so today the challenge is will you come in the secret place will you understand that nobody can do the blood sacrifice for you but Jesus has already done it. He's asking us to come up higher in him. He said, I want more of my glory. See, this is what he said. And prophet Samuel said it at the beginning, we don't have to beg God for nothing. I learned this in this secret place with God. He said, you don't have to beg me and holler and scream and cry for nothing. He said, when you walk into my glory, it is revealed. Everything you need is in my glory. But the reason why we're not seeing the manifestation of his glory is because we're not coming in. We're not giving up that plate. We're not giving up that secret life. We're not letting him come into all the rooms, the pornography, the cheating, the, the, the wandering eyes, whatever it is. God said, I want all that. You want more of me? I want more of you. How much are you willing to give? Oh, it was a sacrifice. But you know what? After the sacrifice came the blessing. The blessing is what, it's just automatically given when you open up. See, now it's like a, a real relationship with God. Do you know we can walk and we can go to church all these years and just talk about the Lord and preach and shout and do the calisthenics and never have the intimacy with God. God says, I want intimacy with you and to me, you see you're lacking something in your life. Get intimate with God. God said, I want more of you. I want all of you. As a matter of fact, he said, I'm a jealous God. I ain't sharing nothing until you give it all to me. You won't get anything. You get a little piece here. You get a little piece there. A little miracle here. A little miracle there. God said, I want to give you the fullness of my glory. Just because we go through things doesn't mean that He's not glorified. As a matter of fact, He is glorified. Our testimonies bring Him glory. When we go through stuff, the, see, we're persecuted for Christ's sake all the day long. When we partake of His sufferings and when we carry that cross, our, our personal cross on our back, That is when the glory is revealed. People say, You're not blessed because you're going through so oh no, I'm blessed because I'm learning. See, we're learning the character of God. God said, I want your character. I want the character of Christ. So Christ be formed in you the hope of glory. God said, I want more of you. Not less, not partial, more. When you want to eat your food, don't you want all of it? You want it fresh and you want it hot? And you want it right. You want your drink cold? That's what God said. I want you cold or hot. I want you to come closer to the fire. Do you know that as we come closer, he begins to burn that stuff off? A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. All of his ways. Perfect? No. A work in progress? Yes. God said, I want more. So that's what I came to tell you. Outer court, inner court, holy of holies. Today is a day of reset and re-examination of where you are in Christ. Are you on the outer court? Are you on the inner court? Have you come close to the holy of holies? Would you let them burn it off? It's fire in the room with God. The manifested glory of his presence cannot be manufactured God is looking for an authentic church not one that is jealous not one that is these are the three C's I learned from Pastor Dale C don't compete don't complain don't compare God wants authentic worship authenticity from each one of his children. And as we become authentic with God, do you know that the world sees the authenticity? Do you know how many people I talk to on a daily basis that come to me because I am just who I am in Christ? I'm not putting on no airs because I don't need to. I know who I am. I always knew I was in him, but I wasn't close to the fire. As we get close to the fire, we're transformed into his image. You don't even have to preach Jesus when you transform. You just walk in it. As we lift him up, he said, i do the drawing. We ain't got to go running around doing that. He draws. He's the drawer. He's the fire. He's the manifested star. Bright and morning star. So in closing, I just want to let you know that I just came to share. Yes, I can prophesy. I didn't know the gift they had in me. I was cool one-on-one. But when God started to call me out and say, prophetess, I just cringed when I heard that. Because titles do something for me. So many people are thriving on titles until the point where it is just sickening, especially in the body of Christ. So I just really, just really, it just became a disdain to me. So I said, God, it took me a long time to put that uh, flyer prophet Samuel, because i said he got prophetess on there <laughs> but god said you walk in it i never called myself a prophet people were coming up to me calling me that and i didn't know i was a hairdresser back then i would go get my hair done every single week and guess what they said you work at that shop i, said, I ain't no hairdresser lo and behold i became a hairdresser people will call you what you are you don't have to call yourself nothing God will call the ecclesia, the called out one. He will call you out into your place of appointment, into your place of destiny. When we learn how to live, move, and have our being in Him, He becomes Lord in our lives. So I don't do—I don't have 45 minutes or an hour, but this is what I have. I came simply to tell you that God is waiting for us to come into the inner courts with Him.